This is Temple Talk Radio with Steve Temple from Pinnacle Investment Advisors. You need a financial strategy that accounts for challenges like market volatility and inflation, and that also adequately prepares you for retirement. The purpose of Temple Talk Radio is to address common financial concerns, provide helpful strategies, and offer ways you may be able to achieve your financial goals. And now, here's Temple Talk Radio. Well, good morning, Miami Valley. Hey, this is Steve Temple, and yes, welcome back to another episode of, of today's show, uh, Temple Talk Radio. Folks, we're going to be talking about something, all you listeners out here, that is going to affect 50 to 70% of you sometime during your lifetime where you're going to need some assistance with long-term care. So that's where we're going to talk about this today. We're going to share some insight with you. And I know you'll find this information to be very helpful. Hey, listen, remember those days, you know, those weeks that you were back in school, you know, summer's coming to an end, which it is, you know, and all the kids are, you know, getting back to school first day. Remember when that was, was us growing up and, you know, you're, you're kind of anxious to get back in, but yet you hate to see summer come and all this excitement, you know, getting back to see your friends and do the extracurricular activities. You probably didn't put a whole lot of thought to the next thing is going to happen. And that was going to be requiring you to do some homework. You know what? But folks, retirement is a lot like that. It's fun. You get to look forward to it, but you got to do your homework. So one of the homework assignments we're going to talk about today is long-term care, because like I said a moment ago, it is going to affect 50 to 75% of us at some point in time during our lifetime. So, but before we jump into that, let me introduce my co-host. I'm sure he's always tuned into homework or always turned his homework in on time when he was a kid. Hey, Tony Shore, <laughs> is that true? <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, I'd like to say my homework was always turned in a day early with all the extra credit questions answered correctly, but... Uh, no, no. I was one of those kids where I heard a lot from teachers and adults. Uh, you have such potential if you just apply yourself. Oh. <laughs> you have amazing potential, Tony, if you apply yourself. Uh, I heard that a lot, but no, I, yeah. I did excel in certain areas. I, I did really well in certain classes like creative writing, literature, English, um, speech, debate um i was the editor of my high school newspaper wow. but when it comes to math and science uh no uh, yeah. i was not the greatest student uh at that time and now i've kind of flipped that on its lid but uh, that's that's uh that was high school for me but that's funny uh, i think you've got an excellent topic for us today steve because yes, as, as you've talked about on previous shows healthcare gets more expensive as we age a lot of times and so you have to have something to help us manage that expense. I, I think people don't realize healthcare is going to be one of the biggest expenses they face in retirement. And people think, oh, I've got Medicare, that'll cover it. But it right. doesn't cover some of the major expenses you have. There's still premiums, there's still deductibles, and it doesn't cover um, it doesn't cover vision, dental, or hearing, <laughs> yeah. which are three things we all need. And long, it doesn't cover long-term care. So that's uh, this is a problem, isn't it? Yeah, it's a big problem, Tony. And, and really, and, and especially, <clears throat> it's near and dear to me right at the moment because, you know, we just talked about it. I uh, just recently had an unexpected emergency surgery uh, perform, right? Yeah. And, and it was on your one of those shoulder, that, on my shoulder. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I've got a broken wing right now. And, and so, you know, 
uh, this thing's going to be in a it, – it turned out to be a pretty bad injury because I, I can't even start rehab for four weeks, and rehab usually starts a week later. And But here's the thing. At my arms in a sling, I, I do have a you know, wonderful wife that's helping take care of, of you know those, some needs, right? Heck, it's just even hard to get dressed in the morning with one arm. So so I point that out because if, if I didn't have the, the, the support, right, then I would have to go find somebody and pay somebody to do this. And I, so right there is an is instance of care need, needed. And if I didn't have the infrastructure, because listen, folks, we don't live on Walton's Mountain anymore, where all of our kids and grandkids are all around us, where if something happens, they can just rush over next door and help take care of some needs when they come up. It's not like that anymore, Tony. And again, you know, uh, the... Uh, Healthcare is not going to pay for this stuff, you know, because they did their part. They did the surgery, but they're not going to see to my needs. And so if I didn't have support, uh, I'd be paying long-term care for somebody to come over and help. So that's why I think this is a great topic. Well, it is. And uh, like you said, almost uh, two out of every three people will Mm. end up needing long-term care at one point. Yes. If if you make it to 65... Uh, two out of three people who make it to at least 65 will need long-term care. Exactly. And that's just, that's what, and we're going to re, you know, be referencing this ARP article because that's what it, uh, it, it's sharing some of these real facts. This is not speculation anymore. These are actual real facts, real life studies about the percentages of people. Again, you've heard me joke about it before. The good news is, Tony, we're living longer. The bad news is we're living longer. And with that, we're going to have, <laughs> yep. yeah. So, so, so with that, we're going to have, the exposure of potentially having to have care performed during one's lifetime. And yeah, the article does note that 70% of people who make it to their 65th birthday, 70%, Tony, will eventually need some type of long-term care during their lifetime. And then we've heard the other statistics. Yeah, but you're only in assisted living for two years or whatever. Folks, that's, that's not good planning because... Uh, how many folks thought about that? You, you know, two years, you only live for a year and you're in assisted living and then you end up being in there for eight or 10 years and now you've bankrupted your entire net worth. So that's why we talk about these things to, in reality so that people can be informed and they can be better prepared to make good financial decisions for themselves. Yeah, my mom has Parkinson's and uh, she's been in long-term care now two years and it looks like she'll be in for much longer. So, yeah, yeah. For, for quite a quite a bit yet. So uh, that whole thing, well, you're only going to need it for a little while, or I'm never going to need long-term care. And that's, those aren't just, that's just not realistic. Uh, and you, you got to, you know, you hope for the best, but you got to plan right. for the worst, right? Well, the article does note 20% of people are going to require more than two years of assistance in a nursing home. Okay. So again, I, just I, folks, listeners today, if you're at, at work or Maybe you're at the grocery store. Look to your left, look to your right, and just know that 70% of the people that you look at, 50, 50, 77%, they're going to need some instance of care during their lifetime. And 20% of those people are going to need it for more than two years. And it could very well be you. So just keep keep these things in mind. That's why we're talking about this stuff. Sure. Yeah, this is an important topic. And, uh, you know, I think uh, those are stark numbers. I'm glad you talked about those stats. (laughs) Uh, what are we looking at in terms of cost, Steve? Well, Tony, the cost, it, it can vary uh, for lots of things. Number one, how long you'll need the services is number one. Number two, where do you live? 
because uh, we've got a chart here at the office that kind of each year it updates it. Average cost in Ohio or in New Hampshire or Texas. So the other thing that's how significant are the services that you require, you know, so all these things are going to vary the frequency, the type of care you're going to need and where do you live? So all those things take a, a big factor in how much is it going to cost? Traditionally, you Medicare, a lot of people think, Tony, Medicare is going to cover long-term care and it's, it won't, it will take care of any skilled care or immediate care following a surgery, but only for a brief time. And I, I think that it's 100 days. You get into your emergency days. Yeah. After that, it's only it, after a hospital stay. After or from, hospital stay. That's yeah, right. Yeah, it's only after a hospital stay, and it's only for a maximum of 90 days. And there, yeah, it's very limited in, in when it will cover and how much. Yeah. And a lot of folks think Medicare will just continue to pay, and it will not. Yeah. So uh, the cost is, is, is crazy. I know that where I live, it starts at about $6,000 a month. Mm-hmm. And if you need in a nice facility, a nice private facility, you need um, memory care is $12,000 a month. Yes. Yes. 12 grand a month. A month. Imagine how quickly that would spend down your nest egg that you wanted to leave to the kids, right? Exactly. That's why it's so important to talk about it, you know, because uh, it can happen, Tony. It does happen. I had a situation many years ago, a a gentleman came to us, he was referred to us by another client and he high net worth individual, um, and his advisory firm, uh, which we we see him advertise a lot on TV, convinced him to cancel his long-term care, you know, a few years previously. Well, when I met up with him, uh, and went over his situation, I, 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 you know, was able to determine his wife phase one Alzheimer's. You oh. Know, ment- oh yeah. Mentally she was in great shape. I mean, she, she was very healthy, very active. And, and, but the point he was concerned about is uh, this cost. And I said, well, uh, are, are you prepared for all these things that are about to happen? You know, with needing some care at home, because you're not gonna be able to do it all by yourself. Uh, he said, no, I don't have resources. So I was able to get him some members of our team that I knew that we could trust that would be there to help him take care of her at home for as long as he could. But then the question came up, well, eventually that day is going to come. And he said, well, you know, Steve, that's the issue because I had long-term care. My advisor firm convinced me to cancel it because you got plenty of money. You don't need to spend the money on the premiums. Well, here's the thing, Tony. He had two and a half million dollars when I met him. Oh. And and I and, and I asked him, do you know how much it's going to cost at Forest Glen? And that's because that's where he wanted his wife to go. And back in that day, this was many years ago, it was like 104000 a year here in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. And... You know, he said, Steve, I don't know what I'm going to do. I said, well, we we started a plan of uh, what I call tax harvesting, putting money to the sidelines each year so we didn't create any taxes for him and sell some winners, sell some losers, and then put money in cash so that the money would be there when the time came for her and that, that high cost of care. Well, I we got that done, and uh, years went by. And then I, I, he came over, met with me again. And here's the other bad part. The firm talked him out of that and said, oh, we got this. The investments are doing so good. And well, anyway, his two and a half million dollars was now to 1.3. I got again, it bounced, it bounced, went down. And now do the math at 117,000 a year. And you're taking that out of a million, one million, two. How long is that money going to last? Right. That's a big problem. And he got pretty emotional because yeah. he realized he had just spent 
his kids inheritance and that yeah. was something he and his it's wife tough. dearly had wanted to do was preserve something for them yeah and you need to work with a trusted financial yes, professional sir. who is going yes. to be looking out for your best interests and look at all the options and uh yeah wow if they if he had already been paying for long-term insurance and had a right. long-term care insurance policy you don't want to give that up without consulting somebody who knows what they're doing i mean exactly. that's just that's because you've already paid in you don't want to lose what you've paid in and you never know, you never uh, know. that's that's the issue there so um, we, you know, again, you have to work with somebody who is a financial professional, uh, and that's an ideal way to take some of that burden off your back. Now, what are some other things we need to be aware of when it comes to long-term care? Well, you know, Tony, we often hear these things called waiting periods. That's an actual component of a policy that once you have one. Yeah. And what, the, what is that? Uh, simply where uh, if you when you have a claim, the claim comes down to there's six activities of daily living. If you cannot perform two of the six, you now are, are qualified to file a claim and start receiving your benefits. So the, the waiting period is simply something you determine, the, you the, the policy owner, how long do you want to wait before the, the you know, the pre, you know, the payments begin, the claim, before you, know, you start receiving your money. So you file a claim today. You can have a, the most common waiting period is 90 days. You know, some are six months, some are a year. But just know that whatever that is determined based on your, your you know, decision, that's, you'll be out of pocket during that waiting period until your benefits do kick in. Wow. Okay. So that's that's interesting, and that's really good to know. I'm glad you talked about that because obviously that's something that a lot of people probably wouldn't think about or right, realize. Right. So, yeah. Now, uh, let's keep it rolling here. I mean, we've had a great conversation so far, and many people out there will retire, will require, I should say, long-term care in retirement. And that's why it's important to understand the options when it comes time to pay for these services and you need to plan ahead. What do you have for us next? Well, there comes down to now what type of policy would be the most appropriate for your situation? Ah, You know, we we have this thing called traditional long-term care. That's what we refer to it as where you determine, the policyholder determines, how much per day do you want to have covered? So if you're if you're looking in your and that's why I say it's important to know the the geography of where you're going to live or where you will be living when you retire because Ohio you might need a hundred bucks a day, you know, uh, Florida you might need 175 per day. So you get to design how much coverage per day you would like to have. The other thing is, do you want to put inflation on that? So if you buy it today then that, that dollar will continue to increase with inflation. Uh, the other factor is, and for how long? Do you want to have coverage, you know, for one year? You want coverage for two years, five years? All these things will determine what the cost of that premium is going to be. Now, here's the thing, too. On traditional long-term care, Tony, I think you might be aware of this. It, it, it is one of those, use it or lose it. So it's not something I'm real fond of because you buy a policy, you pay for it all these years, and then what if you end up not using the benefits at all? Well, that's that's a wealth transfer that just occurred because you didn't you never saw the benefit 
out of your policy. And that's the thing. Husbands and wives, they would have to buy a policy each. And we're, we'll talk more about that in a minute. There's some other designs out here that can be more advantageous. But each of you has to buy your own policy. And again, there, it, it's likely one of you will never use it. So that's, that's a wealth transfer, use it or lose it scenario. But, but, but again, like my gentleman I told you about, boy, he sure wished he had his policy because he did go under claim or his wife did. And then he had no coverage at all. And and that's one of those he wished he had still had it. So uh, that's, you know, you can personally design the policies you, you, that you want for yourself based on your financial situation, where you want to be covered, how you want to be covered. And Tony, the, the real thing is, it comes down to this. You just want to be in control. You, you want to be in control of how you're being cared for. You don't want to put that burden on on another family member or another loved one. At least that's what a lot of people, that's one of the reasons they they talk about these topics. They don't want to burden somebody else. They want they want to have it covered. They want the decisions to be made and know that it's going to be taken care of without burdening somebody else. I think long-term care policies, the traditional policies you've mentioned, have kind of gone the way of the buffalo or the way of the pension. <laughs> They've gone the way of the pension, as I like to say, because... Yeah. Uh, now there are new ways to cover long-term care. There are hybrid policies and uh, r- long-term care riders. Tell us more about what that's about. Uh, Tony, thank you. Those have become very popular, and, and personally, it, it's one of my favorites. Uh, and, and here's how they work, Tony. Um, I even put the piece together uh, that we call Live, Die, and Quit because it covers – the insured in all those areas. Uh, hybrid, you know, asset-based long-term care, it, it's got several names that it's been given. And the way it works, you know, the couple, and, and again, we've got one one situation where the, the company does have a patent on this where they can insure two lives under one policy. So that's very important uh, to know that. Two people can share benefits, one policy, and with these types of policies, they're even a little bit less restricted, excuse me, a little bit less restricted underwriting. So asset-based long-term care hybrids, you simply are buying life insurance, Tony. And there was that word again. Remember, so all these folks out here that have been told by the media or anybody else, well, you should never consider buying life insurance when you're 65 or older or 60 or older. Well, okay, there's that. But these are very powerful tools because you're essentially buying life insurance with a death benefit, and this has a long-term care component. That's why we call it hybrid or asset-based long-term care because in the event that we call it live, live, and you need money to pay for long-term care, you get to spend that death benefit while you're living tax-free to take care of any of those care needs you may have during your lifetime. So, and, and even better than that, these policies also have what we call continuation of benefit riders. So now you have a life insurance policy that you can use during your lifetime to pay for home care, skilled care, assisted living, whatever it may be. And you also have a continuation of benefit component that doubles the amount of that coverage for the purposes of care. And here's, here's the best thing, Tony, if you never use the benefits during your lifetime, then that, that tool, that protection resource goes to one of your family members tax-free because it is life insurance. So it's, it's uh, live, die, and quit. You know, you, you live and need it. 
you're, you get the money's there. You decide you want to quit, you get most of your premium back. If you die and never need it, well, it goes to your kids. If somebody is going to get it tax-free. These have become wildly popular with a lot of our clients because now we're putting a moat around their castle. We're protecting everything in their castle, but we're doing it with something where they're not going to lose their money. And they really right. do like that. Yeah. Right. So with one of these hybrid policies, your loved ones may receive some money if you don't use all the long-term care benefits. But what happens if you use some of those benefits? Okay. If you use some of it, whatever that dollar, dollar for dollar, let's say you've got a $300,000 bucket, the the death benefit. And let's say you use $100,000 of it. Okay. Then the 200000 still goes to one of your loved ones upon your passing tax-free. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So my biggest takeaway here, Steve, is that when it comes to these long-term care uh, policies or long-term care insurance, people do have options. And I think that's good. In your opinion, though, what are the factors people need to be considering before they make any final decisions? Well, uh, uh, there's a lot of things, Tony. Number one, your age. The folks, let's be realistic. You know, as we get older, our health is not as good as it was when we were 40 or 50. You know, so one time we were being advised to when you turn 60, start looking at these these instruments uh, as you prepare toward retirement. We're now saying maybe take a look at it a little bit earlier because, uh, you know, cost of insurance has gone down with uh, the, all the recent uh, updates through the mortality tables. So we're encouraging people to start looking at it maybe in their 50s. Because if you wait to your 60, now you may have health conditions that will prevent you from getting the policy anyway. So get it early. And then more importantly, what's the solve for? What are we really trying to protect? What's that number? And that's where, again, Tony, working with a good financial advisor is just not going to sell you something to make a commission. They're going to really work with you and determine, based on your overall snapshot, what are we trying to protect here? How big's the castle? What do we want to do? And then custom design a strategy that's going to give you that desired outcome you want. So the sooner you start, obviously health is an issue. You have a better, uh, better offer of underwriting. Um, and then I think the thing is, how much are you wanting to protect? And then the, the key is just get a custom design policy that's going to be ideal for your situation. That's what we always recommend. Yeah, there you go. I mean, and you can get long-term care riders on other types of policies like an annuity, right? I mean, that's huge, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, Tony. And that's just it. The, the same companies we work with, and we, this has happened, we get uh, you know a couple that go through underwriting and their health is not sufficient for the, the hybrid or the asset-based long-term care component. And then we would step back and then use an annuity product that does have some tax benefits also with all the new tax rules that they can leverage that annuity to where it becomes a viable asset to use uh, and leveraging those dollars to increase those dollars for the purposes of paying for long-term care. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, and I mean, long-term care, this topic is so important, Steve. And I mean, uh, we could talk about it all day long, uh, we only have a couple minutes left. Is there anything else you want to add on this before we go? Yeah, you know, Tommy, we kind of touched on that a little bit ago. I want to maybe share another similar example uh, of this that we talked about as far as the the hybrid, the asset-based long-term care. 
you know, let's say we got a 60 year old woman. Let's say she's a non-smoker. And let's say she puts a uh, $100,000, a single premium, one-time premium into a strategy like this. And, and it could purchase her about a $200,000 death benefit. And that that's life insurance, okay? So $100,000 buys her $200,000 of death benefit. That Again, that dollar can be leveraged during her lifetime to use for the purposes of any assisted living, home care, skilled care, to take care of that, that can be utilized tax-free. But again, the I think the other important piece here is uh, that you mentioned that what if she only spends twenty thousand dollars of uh, the two hundred thousand? Well, somebody in her family is going to get one hundred eighty thousand dollars of that benefit tax-free. So, and, and and again, there's a lot of ways to structure these. People can put single premiums. They can do annual premiums. They can do 10 pays. There's a lot of ways to structure this, and that's where the good advisor comes in. Again, custom building this to where their situation, how do we put the moat around the castle? How do we protect it? And how, which dollars do we use in order to do that? And these things have worked great. In fact, the one company, uh, they hold the patent on this strategy. We've worked with them for a number of years, and, and our clients have just been really happy with uh, with what's going on right now. So. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, you need to have a plan in place. Let our listeners know really quick before we go how they can get a hold of you and do that. Yeah, okay. Go to the website, PinnacleInvestmentAdvisors.com. Uh, that's PinnacleInvestmentAdvisors.com. And, and Tony, I will, like last week, I'm on this article that we referenced a lot of stuff here from ARP. That article is going to be on the website over in the document section. They can go there and download it because we talked about some of those things, but there's a lot more information here that's that's worth reading. So PinnacleInvestmentAdvisors.com, go to the website, and they can download a PDF of this article that we talked about today. All right. That sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Temple Talk Radio with our host, Steve Temple. Thank you for joining us for Temple Talk Radio. Don't head into retirement without a strategy that addresses both income and taxes. For more information, please contact Steve Temple at Pinnacle Investment Advisors at 937-667-6500 or visit templetalkradio.com. Join us again soon for another episode of Temple Talk Radio. Advisory services are offered through Pinnacle Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Temple Financial Solutions, an affiliated company. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.